Hey guys, I'm Renee Paquette, hanging out here with Chidobe Awuzier. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. You said my name right too, so yes, I, I made my mood a little better too. It's good. <laughs> Don't think I wasn't practicing it on my way here. There's no way I was going to botch that. I, I refuse. You. Can I call you Cheeto? Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Excellent. Um, I would also like to start this interview off by saying that it was very stressful getting ready for this interview outfit-wise. Okay. Because you don't mess around when it comes to fashion. <laughs> so I couldn't show up in like some sludge outfit. So what all goes into your fashion? Because I mean, we've got a little taste of it behind you yeah, here. A little bit, a little bit. You, um, do you have your own clothing line too? Is this true? Yeah, I'm trying to start a um, basically African-inspired uh, clothing line, you know, using premium fabrics, but everything's made in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like um, in the fashion space, we haven't really experienced um, African fashion. And I, last year, you know, before games, a lot of the players know. Some people are, that, that tune in a little bit know that I, I'll wear traditional um, Nigerian wear and I try to make it look modern. So that fashion. outfit. Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of fun with it for sure. I have nice. a lot of fun with it. And, you know, hopefully people will see it. And, you know, when we're ready to launch, people will want to experience it too. So. When are you going to launch it? Um, pretty soon. Okay. <laughs> pretty soon. I have yeah. the website already done. Um, we have tailors ready. Um, the main thing right now is just getting the premium fabrics and the craftsmanship down. I don't want to give anybody some, you know, trash. No, 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 <laughs> Especially no, no. Putting my name on it. No, they're beautiful. When I was like looking like just through your Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, look mm -hmm. at you. Mm -hmm. Look at these outfits. Trying, they're trying. beautiful. You. Um, you guys all have a pretty like tight fashion game. Who do you think has the best fashion on the team? Um, that's a hard question. I will say Joe Burrow, if he wears something, it's going to get the most national pool. So I think with the Cartiers, it's crazy because we were in Vegas uh, for the fight, yes. um, the UFC fight, and it was me, Joey, and Jesse. And the lady that was helping us was like, because uh, Joe was looking at Cartier's, like some more Cartier's, and she was like, oh, you know, there's this guy, Joe Burrow, who made these ones very popular. <laughs> and Joe's, I swear, and Joe's like, <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm Joe Burrow. Nice like, yeah, that was, that was crazy. So, like, he really made those um, glasses That's popular. So, so funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Joe. He probably has the most national, you know, if he, if he puts something on, they're going to they're gonna yeah. notice it. Yeah. Who's got the worst? <laughs> I <laughs> Who won't needs say the, a little love? Okay, I won't say the worst. I'll say someone has the biggest surprise element would have to be Eli. Okay. <laughs> he has a lot of swag and fashion, but when he came to the Super Bowl with that robe, like, I don't know if people saw that, but he came in like a Versace or a Fendi, something robe mm -hmm. to the Super Bowl. It was like, all right, this is Eli. <laughs> so it was just hilarious. Was I like hilarious. the like surprise element. I'm yeah. like, what are we going to get here? But you know what? Kudos. You got to throw something against the wall sometimes. See exactly. if it's going to stick. Exactly. Try it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I've also heard that you are like the Bobby Fisher of the Bengals in terms of your chess skills. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. How did you become a chess player? Did you always know how to play chess? You learned it when it came in the locker room. I learned um, in college, you know, I was in econ class and, you know, two of my teammates at the time, uh, we would go to that class and we would pay attention for the most part. But, you know, in the new age, you had your laptops out, mm -hmm. the professor might be talking to somebody else, we'd pull up chess <laughs> and we started playing and it got real competitive to the point where... Real rebels out there just playing chess during... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the competitive spirit behind it. And, you know, when you lose in chess, you just feel like this person's smarter than me. Does he have two heads or something? Why is he smarter than me? So then you want to learn how to get better. So, you know, I kind of just continued on to what it's become now. What about the parallels between like the mental sharpness and your physical sharpness out on the field? Do you think that playing chess is something that really kind of helps keep you in the game? Oh, no, nah, for sure. Um, you know, chess is, you know, a lot of people say it's like the game of or like war, essentially mm -hmm. war. And, you know, 
pretty much any game that takes any type of mental intelligence or you know processing you could compare it to life you know because people say life is a game so anything that has to do with you know football whether it's you know these businesses i'm trying to start you know chess has allowed me to kind of like prioritize things and you know pattern recognize um when i see something mm. certain thing i'm able to respond a certain way just like if i'm on the chess board someone puts me in a position that i've seen before i'm like oh i did this before and it didn't work let me try this oh that works now okay let me keep doing this and now we move on to the next move. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where I think it relates to everything in life. Did you watch Queen's Gambit when it came I out? Did, I did. It's so good, It was huh? really good. And honestly, it was a perfect time because obviously I had been playing chess before that. But mm. um, me and Amari Cooper, one of my good friends who plays on the Browns, um, we play chess every day. And people would always walk by. And, you know, we didn't really have too many people trying to play with us. Mm -hmm. They probably thought it was intimidating because they didn't want to lose. <laughs> chess <But> is intimidating. <laughs> it is. Very it is. intimidating. But then when Queen's Gambit came out, we had, like, spectators. Like, people would come by, oh, I've been learning to play chess, <laughs> da, 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 this and that. So, you know, it was really good for the game of chess. So, yeah. Uh, what about ping pong? I hear there's ping pong tables in the locker room yeah, now. Man. Hey, I'll tell you what. I think we're one of the most interesting teams. I'll put, I'll put it out there. I okay. think we are. If you go in the locker room, you're going to see a lot of action <laughs> outside of just practice, um, you know, people playing ping pong. Uh, there's a couple of players that know how to really spin it good. Ooh, yeah, so, okay. You know, Working that backhand. Yeah, backhand, all that kind of stuff. So okay. it, it gets real fun in there for sure. People, oh, people are that. staying a little later than they usually have. <laughs> <laughs> just stay in the locker room, yeah. hang out, put on some music, yeah. get the ping pong tournament up and running. Exactly. Um, let's talk a little Nigerian food. Okay. What is like the quintessential home cooked meal for you? quintessential home-cooked meal. When you're talking, if I were to go have Nigerian yeah. food, what would you want me to have? If you were to have Nigerian food, I would definitely start you off with jollof rice. Okay. And jollof rice is basically a tomato-based, um, you know, stew mixed with rice. And it's spicy. It has, like, your, your, your great uh, seasoned flavor. Um, you could put bitter leaf in it. You could put chicken, fish, bitter beef. Leaf. Yeah. Oh, bitter leaf. Yeah. And that's, mm. you know, healthy digestive system. So all of our food, honestly, a lot of our food is technically vegan. Oh, like if really? you cook it correctly. Yeah. But if you remove the meat from it, you know, we have vegetable soup. Yeah. We have pounded yam with okra soup, mm. um, pepper soup. We have yams. So we eat a lot of stuff that's um, very clean and healthy, but it just depends how you make it. But I would definitely start you off with jollof okay. rice. Okay. Yeah. All right. My mom's coming today, too. So oh, maybe I'll have to bring some for the tan. I don't Yay. know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You get so pumped when your mom gets to come Man, out. Man, I love it because, you know, Uber Eats gets Uber, <laughs> Uber Eats gets mad, but yeah. I get happy for sure. <laughs> totally. Nothing like a good mom-cooked meal. Um, okay. So this is your second season here in Cincinnati. Before we talk a little football, uh, the city. What are you loving about the city of Cincinnati? I was just telling you. I also just moved here. I'm figuring it out. Where are your spots? What are you into? Food. <laughs> yes, there's a I lot would, of good food. Yeah, there's a lot of good food. And, you know, we even had a thing called Taste of the Bengals maybe last week or two weeks ago. And, you know, we got to experience a lot of the restaurants, local restaurants around the city. And I thought I was well-aversed in the area, like, because I was trying a lot of stuff last year. And even this year I was, but. Did you see you had the chili? No. <laughs> that's one thing that i haven't you know gotten mustered up the courage oh for oh my gosh how would you guys let this happen this should be illegal <laughs> i mean there's a yeah there's a couple of people in that locker room i don't know if i had it either but <laughs> i don't put anybody on blast <laughs> um okay so season two we are just about in it we are here how are you feeling? What are the pressures like right now coming into the second season with the Bengals for you? Man, it's just a quiet confidence, I would say. You know, really throughout the whole team, um, obviously where we've been, um, 
that's kind of like the foundation now. You know, we, we know how to get there. Um, a lot of the guys, you know, just seeing from OTAs to now have gotten a lot better from last year, you know, at this point. And teams are going to start looking at after us as, you know, a team to, you know, contend with. You know, before they were kind of looking at us like, we'll see who they are type of thing. But now they know it's not a fluke. So we know that there's going to be targets on our back. But I just feel like there's quiet confidence on our team. And I think, you know, when we go out there, people are going to realize, you know, who the Bengals really are. Because, you know, one thing about this league, you could do it one year, but you have to do it two years yeah. for people to really respect you. So this is our year to really earn that respect and, you know, try, try to become a dynasty, really, Certainly. you know, a franchise that, you know, is respected. How exciting does it feel to be like a part of something like that? Not from the get-go, I mean, but I mean, from the season that you had last year compare, compared to, you know, the, the previous seasons, but for you to be here kind of on like the ground level right now, as this dynasty is being built, you feel that, that like synergy happening? No, oh, for sure. And, um... You know, when I signed here, that was kind of the idea. And I'm sure, like, guys like Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton, um, Von Bell, DJ Reader, all those guys that signed here, you know, kind of had that same vision in mind, like being a part of something special. You know, usually in college, you may be a part of that. High school, you may be a part of that. But in the NFL, it's real rare because, yeah. you know, you have a lot of guys focused on the business, um, you know, trying to make enough money for their families. But here it's like that added element of, like, this is just a little more important, you know, so yeah. it's beautiful to be a part of. It's so cool. I mean, it's so fun to see. And I moved to Cincinnati just in time okay, to perfect. be a part of the whole thing. <laughs> it's so great. Um, why did you come to Cincinnati? What was it about the Bengals that that kind of made that seem like the, de the destination for you? And was there anyone you were kind of talking to that was kind of giving you the Iggy on what's going on here? Well, I would say, I, to be completely honest, when I first heard, the Bengals were the first team that called me. When I first heard them, I was like, you know, let's wait a little bit. Let's see what else is out there. But I didn't really know the Bengals. But then, I, you know, I started to, you know, look at the roster and, like, kind of what was going on. And uh, Coach Zach Taylor, um, you know, the type of guy he was, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this team's actually very, like, interesting. And then more research, and I was able to visit here. And everything just kept adding up, adding up, adding up. And, you know, for me, you know, I've always played my best football when I feel like I'm part of, like, the team's, movement to be good you know I'm not just like a guy on the side like I feel like I'm really in the locker room talking to the guys um, in the meeting rooms uh, you know challenging uh, our systems to try to make them better and then obviously going out there and making plays and playing with brothers that love football and I feel like when I got here it was everything I ever wanted yeah. plus more and you know in my mind it was just like God has given me what I need Cheeto what are you going to do with it you feel yeah. me? So I kind of, in my mind, just kept saying, like, it's on me. <laughs> Did you feel like you had a little bit of a chip on your shoulder coming in here to, like, really prove to people exactly what you could do? For sure. You know, last year, like, I, I, very early, like, right after the season, like, I told myself this year is going to be about respect. And I have to take complete ownership of whatever I put out there and however I arrived to whatever team I was going to be on. So, you know, very early in the offseason, I was working out, got my routine down. You know, I wasn't relying on, you know, specific trainers or, um, you know, uh, other people to kind of guide my offseason. You know, I took complete ownership of it. And like I said, you know, I'm going to get my PT, I'm going to get my speed work, my DB work, lifting, um, you know, stretching, yoga, all that type of stuff. Like I just did it all. And that was daily. And I feel like I created a routine where it was going to make me my best self. 
And um, I think that definitely had to do with everything about that chip on the shoulder. You know, I just want respect in this league and I want to provide for my family. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm so pumped to see what you guys do this season and can't believe it's here. Oh, my gosh. Um, before we wrap up here with you, I can't help but notice this photo behind you, this, the outfit. And a theme that I noticed while I was scrolling through the IG mm. is the anime. Yeah. What's with the anime? I'm a big anime fan. Yeah. <laughs> What are what are like your? I'm not an anime person. Okay. I can pretend that I am. Yeah, no love. But what like what what are the shows? What are the movies? Who are the characters? Yeah, so you know, I started with Naruto. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I've heard of it. Okay, Naruto. Then you know, actually, Dragon Ball Z way mm -hmm. back. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about oh, that. Oh yeah. And then um, I started just watching different shows. Um, One Piece is one of my favorite shows. And you know, think about anime that like people may see it as cartoons and stuff, but it's actually really dramatic. And, you know, you have an anime character bulging their eyes out and tears flowing down their eyes and their mouth, like, drop to their stomach. Like, that's not something a regular actor can do. So there's just, like, different emotional expressions and the storylines, the backstories are really cool. And it's led me to, you know, meet some really cool people. Like, I met the owner of Funimation, oh, the wow. people who actually made Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Like, yeah, his son is one of my good friends now. And um, it led me to also meet another guy who we're working on African comics. You know, no way. yeah, working on African comics, and that's one thing about me. You know, I I, I like to do a lot of different things. I and, can see yeah, this. I'm passionate. Well, WWE, I was passionate yeah. about that too. Growing <laughs> up, you know, I was a big HBK fan, uh -oh. DX, Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys, all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, you know, so um, I feel like when I came here. I got my routine down. I was able to explore a lot of different things that I'm passionate about, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with African characters in anime? Yeah, so I want to just tell real stories. And, um, you know, again, I want to bring, you know, African culture to the Western world. I feel like we haven't really experienced the history, mm -hmm. um, some of the cool things, the food even. Um, you can't, like, drive down the street and say you probably have seen an African restaurant sure. probably before. So, sure. you know, just everything that has to do with that, you know, I feel like in my position... I'm able to kind of bring that to the Western world for everybody to experience, you know? So um, that's one of the things that I definitely am just passionate about. So cool. Well, listen, I know you're a busy man. You got lots of things to do. But my final question to you, what do you want your legacy to be in football? That's a, that's a powerful question. I know. It's pretty loaded. <laughs> it's a pretty loaded question. But. Um, last year, one of, my, one of our teammates here, um, Rico... Allen, Ricardo Allen asked me, like, what do you love about football so much? And it was kind of similar. And to me, it was, I told him the history, you know, like, in this life, you don't have too many ways to be remembered, you know? And I feel like when you play football, you're automatically etched into some book, you know, for something. And then if you do really well in football, you're etched into a different book, you know? So um, for me, this is like my stamp on the public world. You know, if, if I were to pass or do something, they'd type in Chittobe, I was, you know, he was a football player, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, that's what I love about it. It gives people the opportunity to edge their part in this game and to edge their part amongst their family, communities. Um, you know, there may be a little kid who has a name similar to mine or someone who's from, where I'm from, San Jose, California, and sees my name and, and automatically thinks that they could do that too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's really important um, just to be a part of this history and, and putting out the best possible name I can, so... Hell yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. It was really nice to meet you. I cannot fun. wait to see you guys crush it this season. Appreciate it. Appreciate Go get it. it. I'm going to be at some games. I'll bring you some chili. Say less. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be homemade, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>